Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is learning new behaviors. Sometimes we'll take a few steps backward. That's okay too. Sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes it's part of going forward. Codependent no more. Life is a gentle teacher. She wants to help us learn. Um, I don't think I could ever uh, have this podcast without... You know, these readings are just always timely, but, you know, I definitely took a couple steps backwards and really, like, had trouble, like, um, enduring momentary discomfort. Um, you know, and as I look back, I think it's four days later since the event, it was just, it was such a part of going forward. Like, it was something that was necessary, and sometimes that's just the way to learn, you know, like that's the price of being in, you know, I think my coach was telling me that's the price of being in the ring. You know, if you, if I don't want to make mistakes, then just don't do anything and hide and stuff like that. And that sometimes I have to remind myself is so much more, you know, damaging, you know, and, and not really living, you know, um, and reinforces, you know, the apart from rather than a part of, you know, spiritual growth or, you know, spiritual principles will solve all our problems. Not some of them, all of them. As, you know, that's not my words. That's something I read in the big book. Back to the reading. The lessons she wants to, life is a gentle teacher. She wants to help us learn. The lessons she wants to teach are the ones we need to learn. Yeah, for me, it was good orderly direction. You know, I think in February it was, uh, you know, I need to be living in weather that is hot. Some say there are lessons we choose to learn before we were born. Others say there are lessons that were chosen for us. It's frustrating to be in the midst of learning. It is like sitting in an algebra class, listening to a teacher explain a subject beyond our comprehension. We do not understand, but the teacher takes the understanding for granted. And the greatest periods of living were the, were the, or the greatest periods of learning for me were the things that were initially discomfort, which is kind of being thrown into the uh, swimming pool. And, uh, you know, I think things were or in, into the middle of the ocean. And I think things were hard because, you know, trying to, you know, encounter life and speaking only, you know, I'm always speaking for me, um, you know, without without some kind of higher power or some kind of spirit or something else out there. It's really scary. Uh, we, we do not understand, but the teacher takes the understanding for granted. It may feel like someone is torturing us with messages that we shall never understand, sponsors. We strain and strain. We become angry, frustrated, confused. Finally, in despair, we turn away, deciding that the formula will never be available to our mind. Terminal uniqueness that has destroyed on a daily basis. Later, while taking a quiet walk, we break through. Quietly, the gift of understanding has reached the deepest place in us. We understand. We have learned. The next day in class, it's hard for us to imagine and not knowing. It's hard to remember the frustration and confusion of those who have not yet caught on. It seems so easy now. Life is a gentle teacher. And I think for me, it's more about surrendering to the moment rather than denying it. She will keep repeating the lesson until we learn. It is okay to become frustrated, confused, angry. Sometimes it's okay to despair. Then it is okay to walk away and allow the breakthrough to come. God is in the transformation business, and the, the transformation business occurs in the heart, not in the brain. Back to the reading. Then it is okay to walk away and allow the breakthrough to come. It shall. Help me remember that frustration and confusion usually precede growth. If my situation is challenging me, it is because I'm learning something new, rising to a higher level of understanding. Help me be grateful, even in my frustration, 
that life is an exciting progression of lessons. The next reading, wow, I don't know if you can beat that, but I'm sure she will. The next reading also comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is giving ourselves what we deserve. I worked at a good job, making a decent salary. I'd been recovering for years. Each morning, I got into my car and thanked God for the car. The heater didn't work, and the chance of the car not starting was almost as great as the chance that it would. I just kept suffering through and thanking God. One day, it occurred to me that there was absolutely no good reason I couldn't buy myself a new car. That moment, if I wanted one, I had been gratituding myself into unnecessary deprivation and martyrdom. I bought the new car that day. Wow. Deprivation and martyrdom. You know, without other people, uh, you know, that I've met in these rooms, I wouldn't even know that that's what I was doing. I wouldn't even have terms for it. And, you know, I've been starting, you know, at the recommendation of many people, I've been starting to listen to Andrew Huberman. He's got a great podcast. And one of the things he says is one of the starting points is like identifying a problem and that you want to change it. Back to the reading. Often our instinctive reaction to something we want or need is, no, I can't afford it. Yep. The question we can learn to ask ourselves is, but can I? Many of us have learned to habitually deprive ourselves of anything we might want and often things we need. Sometimes we can misuse the concept of gratitude to keep ourselves unnecessarily deprived. Gratitude for what we have is an important recovery concept. So is believing that we deserve the best and making an effort to stop depriving ourselves and start treating ourselves well. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, I think believing in abundance, especially when abundance has been proven time and time again. You know, is it it faith or is it superstition? There's nothing wrong with buying ourselves what we want when we can afford to do that. Learn to trust and listen to yourself about what you want. There's nothing wrong with buying yourself a treat, buying yourself something new. There are times when it is good to wait. There are times when we legitimately cannot afford a luxury, but there are many times when we can. Today, I will combine the principles of gratitude for what I have with the belief that I deserve the best. If there is no good reason to deprive myself, I won't. The next reading comes from ACA, Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is relapse. In ACA, we have stories of relapse and the importance of getting back to the program if relapse occurs. We may have thought that relapse was only for others with more serious life-threatening addictions, not those of us in ACA. Well, I think part of it is it's hard to tell relapse sometimes. Back to the reading. We had been abused. We were the ones in the right. If we let our character defects get out of hand once in a while, we were entitled, weren't we? That wasn't relapse. That wasn't even life-threatening. By taking an honest look at ourselves in the fourth step, we see that emotional relapse can, just, can be just as life-threatening as anything else. Yet, yeah, it will also cost important relationships. It's my experience. We realize how we may have relapsed when we've gone back to our family of origin too often. Hope things would be different. <laughs> oh, man. But instead, we watched them tear each other to shreds and found ourselves participating in a little bit. Yeah, the Cartman drama triangle comes to mind. Maybe we've ignored our screaming inner child as we practice our other self-harming behavior, ignoring our higher power in full favor of old compulsive self-reliance. And, you know, I think that familiarity with uh, codependence. Back to the reading. Seeing how susceptible we can be to relapse just as those who deal with substance abuse, we can become more vigilant, but not in the way of our childhood hypervigilance. This vigilance is an awareness of how awake we are. We are mindful about maintaining conscious contact with our inner child and our higher power through our daily inventory. It's a day-at-a-time program, that's for sure. 
We create the time and space we need to move forward on our journey, no longer abandoning ourselves. On this day, I will maintain daily contact with my inner child and my higher power to help me stay focused so that I avoid emotional relapse. And the final reading comes from ACA Strengthening Mag Recovery, and the topic is Inner Child slash True Self. During these years of family dysfunction, our inner child or true self went into hiding and remained heavily fortified under addictions or dependent behavior. Before ACA, we might have heard about and even had glimpses of our inner child or true self, the part of us that hungers for the unconditional love and support we didn't receive in our families. Yeah, and that is, you know, I remember I had an interview in my podcast, Unconventional Thinkers, and, you know, I'd ask the guest, what is the price of not listening to our emotions and feelings? And it's like you never get to know yourself. Back to the reading. This is the part of us that is most often buried pretty deep behind defense mechanisms and addictive behaviors that we thought were somehow protecting us from further harm. But in recovery, we learn the reasons why our true self went into hiding. It finally starts to make sense why the part of us can be elusive and hard to access on a regular basis. As we identify and release our childhood trauma, we come out from behind our addictions and self-destructive behaviors to make it safer in our child. We reparent ourselves and give ourselves what we didn't receive. We begin to blossom inside and make ourselves whole with the help of our higher power, our fellow travelers, and the tools of ACA. On this day, I will welcome and nurture my true self with the support of my higher power in ACA. I am able to provide for myself the unconditional love I've always deserved. And that concludes today's readings uh, for Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kowan Saluja reminding myself to pause because that is where God is, to feel my feelings, to be still and know, and to love myself and to understand what that looks like and means.